This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this July 28th, 2022, I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Madawa. Coming up this evening on New Center 88, monarch butterflies are in trouble. Here's how you can help. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Sequoia Ware will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and the current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 89 degrees. And now on to our top story. The U.S. economy shrank from April through June for a second straight quarter, contracting at a 0.9% annual pace and raising fears that the nation may be approaching a recession. The decline in the gross domestic product, the broadcast gauge gauge of the economy, followed a 1.6% annual drop from January through March. Consecutive quarters of falling GDP constitute one informal, though not definitive, indicator of a recession. The report comes at a critical time. Consumers and businesses have been struggling under the weight of uh, punishing inflation and higher borrowing costs. Yesterday, the Federal Reserve raised its benchmark interest rate by a sizable three-quarters of a point for a second straight time. Pope Francis has come face-to-face with a long-standing demand from indigenous peoples during his Canada pilgrimage. They want him to formally rescind the papal degrees underpinning the so-called, quote, doctrine of discovery, unquote that seemingly legitimized the colonial era seizure of native lands and resources. Right before Mass began at Canada's National Shrine today, protesters displayed a banner at the altar. It read, quote, Rescind the Doctrine, unquote, in bright red and black letters. It's a reference to the 15th century papal degrees, or bulls, that provided European kingdoms the religious backing to expand their territories for the sake of spreading Christianity. Church officials insist the decrees have long since been superseded by others firmly asserting the rights of indigenous peoples. President Joe Biden declared the inflation-fighting deal Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer struck with holdout Senator Joe Manchin a, quote, godsend, unquote, for American families. Biden's remarks today at the White House urged Congress to put politics aside and pass the $739 billion package. Schumer rallied Democrats during a closed-door morning meeting, and Manchin called the package a, quote, win-win, unquote, at his own press briefing. An expensive agreement had eluded them for months. The Senate is expected to vote on the wide-ranging measure next week, setting up President Joe Biden and Democrats in the run-up to November congressional elections. Republicans are staunchly opposed. The monarch butterfly was categorized by scientists last week as endangered. Populations of the iconic orange and black butterfly have plummeted over recent decades because of habitat loss, pesticides, and herbicides, as well as climate change. What can home gardeners do to help the monarch? The first thing is planting milkweed. It's the only plant on which monarchs lay eggs and which monarch caterpillars eat. Choose the right milkweed for your region. The National Wildlife Federation has an online database to help select plants native to your region. Adult monarchs need other kinds of plants, too specifically ones with nectar-bearing fruits or flowers. 
avoid pesticides and herbicides, even ones labeled natural or organic, and consider setting up a butterfly puddling station with water and a warm rock. One of the nation's biggest lottery prizes has grown a little bigger as the Mega Millions jackpot increased to an estimated $1.1 billion. The increase today ahead of the next drawing tomorrow night makes the jackpot the third largest behind 1.5 billion prizes won in 2018 and 2016. Before rushing out to spend $2 on a ticket, keep in mind that the odds of winning the Mega Millions jackpot are a staggering 1 in 302.5 million. The $1.1 billion prize is for players who get their winnings through an annuity, paid annually over 29 years. Nearly all winners take the cast option, which for tomorrow's drawing is an estimated $648.2 million. Coming up, flooding in central Appalachia kills at least three in Kentucky. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Century returns right after this. Welcome to the WMUL Sports Flavor Parlor at FM 88.1. What can I get for you, man? Uh, I don't know. What kind do you have? We have all types of award-winning sports flavors. Here, try a sample of Ferocious Football. Dean takes the low snap, avoids the rush, will fire it down. Philly's got wide open. Xavier Gaines at the 15-yard line. Gaines is going to take it into the end zone for a touchdown, thundering her. Wow, that was awesome. How about an earful of soaring soccer? Over the goal kicker's head, it will be a goal. Outside of the box, Jamil Roberts with a long goal. Try Vicious Volleyball. Set up by Coulter for Sierra Bell. Down in a kill and a match for the Thundering Herd, 25-21. to 21. Slam in softball. Next pitch on the way. Harrell drives this one deep over into left field. Look up and say goodbye. Allie Harrell with a solo home run. Oh, baby, this place is popping. Give me a serving of FM88 Sports for each day of the week. Coming right at you, right here on WMUL 88.1 FM. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Madawa. The deadline to apply for the West Virginia School Clothing Allowance has been extended due to a system outage that is affecting multiple state agencies. The Department of Health and Human Resources says children who are eligible will receive $200 benefit apiece to buy school clothing or piece goods to sew clothing. Family may apply, families may apply online at wvpath.org, and applications are due by 5 p.m. August 12th. Local DHHR offices can supply paper applications, which must be posted by August 12th. Automatic benefits will go to some who are eligible in certain cases. Heavy rains have caused flash flooding and mudslides as storms pound parts of central Appalachia. Government Andy Bashir says that at least three people have died from flooding in Kentucky. He says property damage has been massive, with hundreds losing their homes. Water rescues continue across the region. In eastern Kentucky's Perry County, the emergency management director calls the damage, quote, catastrophic, unquote. More than 30,000 customers are without power. The city of Hazard, Kentucky, is urging people to, quote, pray for a break in the rain, unquote. The University of Pikeville will receive a $4.4 million grant to support construction of an agritech research and education center in eastern Kentucky. State, state officials say the U-Pike Ag Tech Innovation Center of Excellence will be located at the Kentucky Enterprise Industrial Park at Marion Branch in Pikeville. The project will be matched with $5.75 million in local funds. Governor Andy Bashir announced the grant award yesterday. 
Officials say the project aims to promote job growth by bringing innovative industry to the area while enhancing educational opportunities for UPike students. A judge has ordered no release for a man accused of raping and impregnating a nine-year-old Ohio girl who traveled to Indiana for an abortion. The judge in Columbus cited overwhelming evidence today and the fact that Garrison Fuentes is apparently living in the United States illegally. The case has become a flashpoint in the national discussion over abortion since the, acts, since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Fuentes has pleaded not guilty. His attorneys say there was no evidence of physical abuse outside of the rapes or that the girl had been put under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Conference USA is in a state of transition, with six of its 11 football teams going into their last seasons in the league. Western Kentucky coach Tyson Hilton was a freshman quarterback when Houston won the first CUSA football title in 1996. It's now going into his fourth season with the Hilltoppers, who are one of five teams that will be staying. He says the conference has recreated itself many times and become stronger every time. Defending champion and preseason favorite UTSA is among six schools leaving next summer for the American Athletic Conference. Coming up next, Obama White House portrait to be unveiled at September 7th event. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America the worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Crab Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Right in the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL-FM. Huntington. But mom, don't but mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season. All concussions are serious. Know the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health care professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Haley Manon. And I'm Nick Manawa. The House January 6th Committee has interviewed former Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin and is in negotiations to talk to several other former members of Donald Trump's cabinet. The committee is scrutinizing the days after the Capitol insurrection and discussions about whether to try and remove the then president from office. The interviews and negotiations were confirmed by three people familiar with the committee's work who weren't authorized to discuss the developments publicly and spoke on condition of anonymity. According to one of those people, the committee asked Mnuchin about discussions among cabinet secretaries to possibly invoke the constitutional process 
uh, the, excuse me, the con, uh, constitutional process in the 25th Amendment to remove Trump after the attack of the Capitol. Barack Obama's presidential portrait will be unveiled at the White House in a September ceremony hosted by his former number two, President Joe Biden. An Obama spokesperson who spoke on background because the ceremony hadn't been formally announced said portraits of the former president and Michelle Obama would be presented in the East Room on September 7th. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will host the Obamas for the occasion. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre pleaded to announce the portrait unveiling during her press briefing later yes, uh, later yesterday. As with previous such ceremonies, the artists and details about the artwork won't be released until the day of the ceremony. The Michigan Supreme Court has outlawed automatic life sentences for people who were 18 when they participated in first-degree murder. It opens a door to shorter prison terms and opportunities for parole. The court says mandatory life sentences at age 18 violate the Michigan Constitution's ban on, quote, cruel and unusual, unquote, punishment. Justice Elizabeth Welch says it fails to take into account the characteristics of youth, especially brain development. Prosecutors still can pursue life sentences for 18-year-olds, but a judge must hold a hearing where defense lawyers can present mitigating evidence, such as education, family life, decision-making skills, and other factors. With new abortion restrictions clamping down in Georgia, Democrats hope their advocacy of abortion rights will lure moderates and shore up enthusiasm. That gambit could determine a U.S. Senate seat in the governor's race in the South's premier swing state. Democrats will make their pitch in places like affluent eastern Cobb County, hoping to lure college-educated women away from Republicans. They'll be fighting against GOB candidates focused on the economy, a a flip from historical patterns where Republicans sought to motivate voters with opposition to abortion. However, some Democrats fear that support for abortion rights won't be enough to win in December and November. For most of the six decades that monkeypox has been known to affect people, it was not known as disease that spreads through sex. Now that has changed. The current outbreak is by far the biggest involving the virus. It's been designated a global emergency. So far, officials say all evidence indicates that the disease has spread mainly through networks of men who have sex with men. To protect the people at highest risk while trying to contain the spread, public health agencies are focusing their attention on those men and attacking the virus based on how it's currently behaving. Coming up next, UK Supreme Court refuses to in- intervening in life support battle. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. You should worry less about that radio and concentrate on fishing. Besides, there's nothing good to listen to on the radio nowadays. Here we go again. Back in my day, music was good. It played all those good oldies that I love. Of course, they were called newies back then. But Grandpa, if we turn to 88.1 WMUL, we can listen to oldies. Huh? We can also listen to alternative, blues, jazz, hip-hop, and more. All that in one station? Then hurry up, boy, get that radio working. 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge since 1961. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look, almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, get yourself tested. Visit gytnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. Merlin, 
I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheath is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, the cutting edge. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Madawa. Stocks are extending their gains on Wall Street in afternoon trading today after a shaky start as investors weigh news that the U.S. economy shrank for a second consecutive quarter. The data sharply raises fears that the U.S. economy is already in or is heading for a recession. The S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average are each up about 1%. The technology-heavy Nasdaq composite is also higher, on pace to extend a solid gain from a day earlier. Investors are also reviewing the latest company earnings reports. Meta Platforms is down around 7% after the social media giant said its revenue fell last quarter for the first time ever. North Carolina's Republican General Assembly leaders have asked a federal judge to reinstate a 20-week abortion ban previously thrown out by courts, despite the Democratic Attorney General's refusal to seek enforcement of the ban after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned nationwide abortion protections. Outside attorneys for Senate Leader Phil Berger and the House Speaker Tim Moore asked U.S. District Judge William Osteen yesterday to vacate his 2019 ruling that blocked the execution of the ban based on precedents set in Roe v. Wade and an Association 1992 Supreme Court ruling both struck down June 24th. The owner and operator of North Dakota's lone abortion clinic says a judge's ruling that would delay the closing of the state's lone abortion clinic should provide more than enough time to her, for her to move it a few miles away to Minnesota. Red River Women's Clinic Director Tammy Comermaker said today that she was prepared to reopen her Fargo clinic in neighboring Moorhead, Minnesota, next week if the state's abortion ban had taken effect today. She says now she'll have more time to ensure everything goes smoothly when she reopens in Moorhead, likely within the next month. Minnesota has become an island of legal abortion in the upper Midwest. President Joe Biden and Chinese president spoke for more than two hours today amid rising tensions between, uh, between their two nations. The, pres- the Chinese president emphasized China's claim over Taiwan, and the Ministry of Foreign Affairs said, quote, those who play with fire will perish by it, unquote. For its part, the White House said Biden underscored the U.S. opposition to, quote, unilateral efforts to change the status quo or undermine peace and stability across Taiwan Strait, unquote. Relations between the two countries have been strained by the talk of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's potential trip to the island, which has a Democratic government. It was the fifth talk of, her, of their presidencies and their first since March, shortly after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The parents of a 12-year-old boy who was left in a comatose state after suffering brain damage have failed to persuade the U.K. Supreme Court to intervene in a life support treatment battle. Archie Battersby's parents filed an urgent appeal to the Supreme Court on Thursday, seeking to halt rulings by lower courts to allow doctors to legally withdraw life support from their son. Archie's mother, Holly Dance, found him unconscious at home on April 7th. Doctors treating the teen at the Royal London Hospital believe he is brain dead, and they say continued life support treatment is not in his best interests. The Supreme Court said today that a panel of three judges refused to give the couple permission to appeal. And coming up, Rebecca Law will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and updates on the Russia-Ukraine war. Stay with us.
You've supported her through every accomplishment in her life. Cross, pull, I tied my shoes. While your ultimate goal is to teach her to stand on her own. Let go, let go. I can do it. There are things she just can't do without your support. There were drugs and alcohol at the party. Talk with the teens in your life. And if they're in substance abuse treatment and recovery, support them. Help them turn the hardest thing they've ever done into their greatest accomplishment. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. <laughs> My dastardly plan to pollute the airwaves with Nickelback is almost to rotten fruition. We must let our powers combine. Jazz. Avoid winning news in sports. Rock and roll. Flashback. Ska. With your powers combined, I am WMUL. Oh no! WMUL's award-winning radio programming is kicking my... 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, it is a partly cloudy 89 degrees. Today, the high is 89 and the low is 72 degrees. Scattered rain and thunderstorms will be happening all day, which has resulted in a flood watch. This flood watch is in effect until Friday, July 29th at 10 p.m. Excessive runoff may result in flooding of rivers, creeks, streams, and other low-lying and flood-prone locations. Flooding may occur in poor drainage and urban areas. Low water crossings may be flooded. Storm drains and ditches may become clogged with debris. Tomorrow, we will have a high of 79 and a low of 64 degrees. Staying on brand, storms and rain are likely all afternoon with potential for heavy rainfall. However, tomorrow evening, the showers will likely lift and give way to partly cloudy skies. Looking toward the weekend, Saturday the high will be 84 and the low will be 66 degrees. Skies will be partly cloudy all day with little chance of rain. Sunday the high will be 76 and the low will be 68 degrees. Sunday we will see some light winds with a 58% chance of rain all day. Today's weather word of the day is Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit is a temperature scale developed by the German-born scientist Daniel Gabriel Fahrenheit. The Fahrenheit scale bases the boiling point of water at 212 degrees and the freezing point at 32 degrees. The U.S. and a few Caribbean countries still use Fahrenheit scale. All other countries use the Celsius scale. Thank you to weather.com and weatherology.com for this information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 89 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law. Thank you, Rebecca. Now on to Russia and Ukraine news. Russian forces launched missile strikes today on, Ky on the Kiev area and the northern Kiev region for the first time in weeks. And what a Ukrainian official said was revenge for the fierce resistance the Kremlin has faced after it invaded its neighbor. The renewed strikes on the areas come a day after the leader of pro-Kremlin separatists in the east publicly called on the Russian forces to, quote, liberate unquote, a number of Ukrainian cities, including Kiev and Chiriv. Meanwhile, Ukrainian officials announced the operation to liberate an occupied region in the country's south. 
Ukrainian media quoted the presidential advisor as saying that Ukraine's operation to liberate the region of Kherson, quote, has already begun, unquote. A former Russian state TV journalist who quit after making an on-air protest of Russia's war in Ukraine has been fined 50,000 rubles, $860 USD, for discrediting the military. Marina Osikava was charged under a law that penalizes statements against the military. A conviction is punishable by up to 15 years in prison. The fine imposed today was for her comment at a court where an opposition figure was reprimanded in custody pending trial. Online news outlet Medusa Otsiakova called the invasion a, quote, horrible crime, unquote. She previously was fined 30,000 rubles, $270 at the time, for holding up an anti-war poster during a March 14th news broadcast on State Channel 1. Russian regulators have fined chat service WhatsApp and Snapchat for failing to store Russian users' data on local servers as part of government efforts to control online activity. A Moscow court on Thursday imposed an 18 million ruble or 300 USD, 300,000 USD fine on chat service WhatsApp. Disappearing message, plat, disappearing message platform Snapchat was hit with a 1 million ruble penalty. The fines follow a complaint by Russia's state communications regulator. The court said it was fining WhatsApp for repeatedly refusing to localize data of Russian users. Facebook parent Meta Platforms, which owns WhatsApp, didn't respond to requests for comment. Neither did Snapchat, which runs the Snapchat application. Two documentaries detailing the punishing effects of Russia's war on Ukraine will air on PBS's Frontline investigative series. The specials are part of an extensive collaboration between the series and the Associated Press that includes gathering, verifying, and cataloging potential war crimes and co-publishing stories and videos from AP and Frontline war reporting. Putin's attack on Ukraine documenting war crimes will describe the toll of previous Russian conflicts in the invasion of Ukraine. The second documentary, 20 Days from Amaripol, will view Russia's attack on the Ukrainian city through the work of AP video journalist Mustalov Shonov. The films will air on the new frontline season beginning in September. Coming up next, woman seeking revenge sets fire to wrong house. Stay tuned. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. Touchdown, thundering herd! Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website, www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of Marshall sports coverage. WMUL 88.1. 
I just wanted to eat like a normal human being, you know? Just something I could hold down without the horrible pain. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are diseases that attack the digestive system. A feeding tube's not my idea of a good meal. At the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, we're excited about the latest research. Then there was this new drug. Thousands of people are being treated with new drug therapies. Doc said it doesn't work for everyone, but I got lucky. To help, visit ccfa.org. Now I'm taking food the old-fashioned way. I'm eating it. And finally today on News Center 88. Looking for a big diamond? Look no further than what was pulled out of a mine in Angola. The pink diamond is a whopping 170 carats and is being called the largest one of its kind found in 300 years. The Lulu Rose, named after the mine that produced it, is more of a trend than a blip for the mine. Its owner says Lulo has already produced the two largest diamonds found in Angola, including a 404-carat clear diamond. Talk about blind rage. A North Carolina sheriff's office says a woman seeking revenge on an ex-boyfriend sought the wrong spot to extract revenge. Officials in Rowan County got a call last week from someone who saw a woman trying to set fire to a house. Authorities found bundles of wood and a fire on the front porch, along with a jug of oil used to start the fire. And now authorities have figured out it was a case of mistaken house identity. The errant fire starter has been charged with felony first-degree arson and assault with a deadly weapon. A crowd of staunch fans have braved wet winter weather in downtown Melbourne to watch an outdoor showing of an Australian soap opera's finale. The star-studded television show Neighbors ran for 37 years. Margot Robbie, Guy Pearce, and Holly Valance are among the celebrities who returned to fictional Ramsey Street to appear in the send-off of the Melbourne-based drama that helped launch their careers in acting and music. More than 100 fans attended the screening in Melbourne's Federation Square. Despite passing showers and a bracing temperature of 48 degrees Fahrenheit, the program was once a major hit in Australia and a bigger success in Britain, but has fallen victim to waning ratings. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nick Madawa, Zane Bowles, Rebecca Law, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Haley Mannon, and your thought of the day is, I intended to live forever. So far, I'm so far so good. Stephen Wright. Might pull up in my bucket. This holds a good dozen. Might slip.